Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, to the Haymarket neighborhood this week on Urban Spelunking, we are on Valit Street and Bel R. Phillips Avenue, formerly 4th Street, at a really old and interesting building. This was built in 1884, the William Freilich Paper Company building. Kind of a building that people, a lot of people notice. And what makes it so distinctive? Why do people notice it? Partially, it's the architecture. It's Second Empire architecture, sort of a French style that you don't see in Milwaukee all that much. I think there might have been a lot more of them in the past that didn't sort of make the cut over the years. But it's got that kind of mansard, that sort of boxy mansard roof. And this one, it's a cream city brick building, but it's painted blue. Like a baby blue. It stands out. Yeah, and it also, it's sort of eye-catching because where the paint is peeling off, you can see there's uh, ghost signs underneath that advertised some of the many diverse businesses that were inside. And that's what I thought was one of the most interesting things about this building is just all the different things that were there over the years. Crazy. Tons of stuff. Paper warehouse. Paper warehouse. They were selling horses. Okay. Horse trading, if you will. <laughs> nice. Out the back. There was, egg was a dairy yep. for a while that sold like eggs and milk and cream and butter. They stored egg cartons there for later, a while. Much later, they stored egg cartons there. There was a shoe factory there for a while. A broom maker was in there for a while. You know, those brooms don't just uh, come from nowhere. They got to get right. made somewhere. Right. And then there was a, a guy in there for many, many years who had a chemical business. He mixed cleaning powders and then he sold them door to door. So lots of different things there over the years. And it's been vacant since when? Um, Looks like it's in kind of rough shape. Yeah, it's been vacant for, it's been theoretically vacant for a while, but the current owner told me there was an artist in there squatting for a very long time. Looking at the roof especially, that was one of the things that that you said kind of drew you to this building because it does have this unique kind of, what's it called, the mansard Mansard roof? roof, yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, this is just the style that you commonly saw in France, you know, at the okay. time. And this one, like most mansard roofs, had windows, but they closed them up at some point. And they're, it's in kind of rough shape. They're probably going to have to completely redo the roof mm-hmm. at some point. There is plans, by the way, to redevelop this building, which we'll talk about later. What caught your interest about this building? I, you just mentioned- everything, but like the unique architectural style, the baby blue paint, and especially the, where it was peeling, where you could see those ghost signs, you know, and you could see like the word butter. Things like that. <laughs> You're like, what's going on here? You know, Butter, chemicals, and brooms. The, and it, had those ri- it has these metal rings attached to the wall outside, which I assume were to tie up horses and things. There's a lot of horse stuff happening in that. A lot of horse yeah, things. Well, yeah, because the neighborhood is called Haymarket because uh, a block west of this building is where the actual Haymarket was in the 19th century, where farmers would bring in hay from farms for people in the city who had horses. Oh. Yeah, so it was very... You know, the the town looked and smelled a whole lot different. <laughs> imagine a hundred odd years ago. So this is, as we mentioned, in the in the Haymarket neighborhood, uh, formerly Point. Wait, well, Park Park East Park East runs yeah. just south of it, right? And so, then to the south of that is the Bucks Arena and the Deer District and all that. And Haymarket, though, for the last few years, has had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, right. I mean, there's been development along King Drive. Um, that former National Ace Hardware, which is just next to this building, is being redeveloped. There's going to be a Harley dealership going in there. Building across the street from that, I think, is being uh, renovated into apartments. There's a brewery called Dead Bird going in a few blocks north. There's um, a company from Mequon moved its offices. They built some other apartments. So there's a lot really going on in that area now, and a lot of it in large part because of the promise of the Bucks Arena and now the actual reality of the Bucks Arena. Yeah, and and then just a little bit in the old Sears building, the, another hotel opening up down, yeah, down right the way. Yeah, up there, yep. So it really, I mean, it seems like it's far away, but it's really not. Like, that whole no, area right. is pretty connected. So you had a chance to tour this building. As we mentioned, it's vacant. Yes. Um, the squatting artists, I take it, have left. Everything was out. He, when he bought it fairly recently, he said there was a lot of junk in there that he had to move out. But when I went in there, it was completely empty. 
so empty that there were not even really walls. I mean, there were exterior walls, but almost nothing for interior walls. So what was the lay of the land in there now? The lay of the land is it's basically three, not counting the basement, it's three basically wide open spaces um, that are sort of a blank canvas in this guy, which is works for this guy because what he wants to do require, would have required stripping out the interior anyway, so it's helpful if there is no actual interior. <laughs> so we're going to talk more next about the future of this building on Bell R. Phillips Avenue and Valid Street. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back in the Haymarket neighborhood, Bel R. Phillips Avenue and Valide Street, inside the, the former William Fralick paper warehouse. I prefer to call it the Champagne Dairy Company. Yes, or, or take your pick because <laughs> so Reason many things. Or Chemical or... You, you know, there's or so the Holtz Broom Company. Yeah, there's so much that happened in that building we didn't even talk about. Uh, there was some like connection to some... There's a guy uh, making boats or something in there too. Yeah, right yeah, there? rowboat making. Yeah, there's That's a right. rowboat maker. Just briefly. Yes. Uh, and then there was some like movement Not just class. Any boats. He was making rowboats, right. which just seems cooler. <laughs> I don't know why. What was this movement class that you, you found out about? Oh yeah, there's like this Eurythmy group. And, you know, they had in the late 60s and early 70s, they were having these talks there about um, Waldorf education and things like all sorts of interesting events. And they had like these eurythmy, like sort of which was a means of expressing yourself through movement, um, these kinds of things. And then later on, I came across a a news article that said that uh, it had been inhabited by a cult. <laughs> so, if nothing else, at least the daily newspaper here considered Eurythmy to be a cult. Well, and the and the cult got into trouble because they were like forging money orders or something. Yeah, right. right like yeah, that. allegedly. Allegedly, right. Right. We don't know. We didn't uh, really dig too deep into it. <laughs> but all that history is uh, is it's it's long gone, and yeah. there's a bright future in store for this building on Bel Air Phillips Avenue and Valide Street, a brand new hotel. I should have mentioned when we were talking about Haymarket earlier that one of the other uh, things in Haymarket is that Days Inn Hotel that's on 6th, mm-hmm. um, which is also called Hotel of the Arts. But the guy that owns that is the guy that bought this place. Okay. And so he wants to – he said when he opened the Days Inn about 10 years ago, he saw a need in Milwaukee for this sort of mid-price hotel. Like everything that was opening was sort of higher end. Yeah. You know. Um, and he pointed to a number of places that have closed, you know, like the Ramada Inn downtown mm-hmm. and some places like that and he said it feels like now there's even more of a need for that than there was back then um, so he's hoping to make this not a completely budget priced hotel but definitely sort of like more budget priced than most of downtown hotels yeah kind of a he's mid-range. aiming for sort of like a, a more affordable kind of mid-range but nice hotel he wants it to be have the sort of luxury vibe but be a little more affordable and when you were there, I mean, you, you saw there's, there's like holes in the roof and a lot of work that needs he's to be done. He's got a lot of work to do. And he wants to, he wants to add a couple of stories to the top and he wants to use Cream City Brick to do it. God bless him. And he wants to add an addition onto the open lot that's next to it um, so he can get 40 or 50 rooms in there. And it sounds great. I mean, and he's, he's, he loves the history and he loves the, the historical aspect, the look of the building. He wants to strip it back down to the Cream City Brick, which is really nice. And he seems to think he can do it by next June. 
I suppose I'm no developer, so I, I'm not going to say he can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's all this pressure to get things open ahead of the DNC. That's exactly it. Right? You know, but that's not, it. Seems like a pretty aggressive timeline. It does, uh, and, he, and he said it is pretty aggressive. Like he yeah, is admitting, yeah, he has no illusions. I mean, he knows <laughs> it's he knows it's a tight turnaround, but he seems to think he can get it done. Well, just kind of zooming back out, you know, there, there's this big rush to. That was the big question about the DNC: was would we have enough hotel rooms? That was the big question, right? That's, well, that's been the big discussion about everything, right? We can't expand the convention center until we get more hotel rooms, but we can't get more hotel rooms. We can't support more hotel rooms until we expand the convention center. It was like this sort of ongoing catch-22, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing was that, I mean, now we have all these hotel rooms, but I think a lot of people with the, with the convention were sort of skeptical that we could sort of muster the excitement that is required for this kind of thing. But I think anybody who's been watching the coverage of the Bucks knows that we can do this, right? Yeah. I mean, well, just, yeah, these aerial shots that they've been showing yeah. on national TV of the Deer District, if you didn't believe it before, you got to believe it now, right? Yeah. So maybe June is, the, that's the, the target for now, um, I suppose. I wish him luck. Yeah. I hope he can get it done by then. I hope it happens, and I hope it happens by then. Well, I love the pictures that you took from the inside because it does show just the blank canvas nature of this building. Yeah. Again, this is on Vel R. Phillips Avenue, formerly 4th Street and Valit Street, and it's a unique building, so go drive by it for yeah, now. You, you Be- won't miss it. Yeah. That the big baby blue paint job yes. is probably short-lived. Yes. Yeah, the paint job definitely short-lived. Well, podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there too. Subscribe and find 88.9's other podcasts, including Tapped In, Cinebuds, and This Bites, right at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. Subscribe. Do it. All right. Bobby Tanzillo, thank you. All right. Thank you.